0: The and you know what?
1: we got to pour one out for the former summer league center, Jay Huff, I signed with the Denver I Nuggets. I don't have a drink. I you don't know? have a drink. How can I? Cheers. Give me you your know, water bottle. I need something. So, you know, sometimes what happens is that these guys leave. And unfortunately, like Boyce and Men said, it is so hard to say goodbye to what we had yesterday. I think it's
0: way too poignant for a player cheers. like Jay Huff, but sure, I'll give it to you. I'm just, I'm just really feeling nostalgic here. I guess you know? so for a guy named Jay Huff. I got really
1: Jay Jay huffer Jr. I, he
0: was he was Big Green? I know who Jay huffer Jr. is, Justin. <laughs> you didn't need to reference the movie. I love Big Green. I know you love Big Green. I'm more <laughs> of a I'm more of a brink guy, Ball but teach you know. hey, man. Hey man. Let's off. We have a off. what is going on everyone you are listening to the summit state of mind the podcast of dream shakes and step backs and everything houston rockets presented to you by the apollo podcast network i am your host your commissioner kenny with me as always is my brother my tag team partner the gm justin follow all of us on all social media platforms at jp underscore at summit Commission, at summit som pod and at apollo nba and at apollo h o u GM fresh off the heels of another loss and a chance to win a championship heartbreak Houston stands tall above all else once again without fail the last title we got to garner hold up in basketball terms was oh I guess it'd be the comets <laughs> in the late yeah. 90s but no 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 it was a uh, 2000 2000 oh yeah good call good call mm-hmm. but once again we are we're slumped just we're in not, our misery right now. We're not, right we're not now. down too bad, but not we're too, still too down bad. pretty bad. How you doing today, good sir?
1: Wanted a victory last night. I did too. You know, we, was right, too. we were right on the cusp.
0: <sighs>
1: not really. <laughs>
0: I was like cusp before the tip-off we were. Yeah, that
1: was probably the closest chance we had. The, the team just, they weren't in sync last night. And yeah, you they tell. felt tired legs from playing the night before. But, you know, what can you do? But how are you league. doing though otherwise?
0: Are you holding up okay?
1: It's good. It's it's hot out there, man. Y'all ever, I always say this, hydrate. If you
0: are use in your Houston, sunscreen. Please do for the love and of you God. Know,
1: you see this tan on me? I didn't ask for this. But hey man, now I'm golden. Hello I run well,
0: I enjoy running outside. So, I, it's thing, like man. I enjoy pain at this point in my life. Like I'm just like, you know what? Bring me all the pain. Give me 105 degree yeah. heat, 4 mile run. Just just give it to me. Let's fucking go. Yeah. That's I kind mean, of where I'm at you know, right now. He he life. he's all
1: about taking in the heat and cardio and all about and i'm all about avoiding the heat and sitting
0: and being a lazy bum hello darkness my old friend there you go (laughs) gm fresh off the heels once again on uh the summer league loss to uh i was about to say portland trailblazers that's i don't know why they're in my head right now but to the cleveland cavaliers yep uh, so, man, you know what the, the messed up part about all of this is? I had this whole big idea planned, and it's a shame because I can't even do it anymore. Dude, I had this full thing planned. It was going to be, like, a great clip for the episode. I was going to dress up. If uh, shout outs to my wrestling fans. If you know who Seth Rollins is, you'll totally get the joke. Um, I would have dressed up like I was going to rock two championships, sunny shades, a fur coat, gold on my wrists. Like, I was going to just drip up and drip out. For this episode, if the Rockets won the Summer League Championship, I was going to be insufferable.
1: I believe it. But, you know, (laughs) all Cleveland did was just, you know, Drew Carey said that Cleveland rocks and they sat us the fuck down.
0: Uh, Well, I'll tell you something that absolutely does rock. And that is currently our YouTube channel. That's right. We are currently on the Apollo h-o-u network shouts to our day one is h listeners put it on a shirt all the way from 2020 till now you can now watch all of our future episodes like this one on youtube on the apollo h-o-u network type in at apollo h-o-u and you will find all of our glorious episodes loud live and officially in color once again that is at apollo h-o-u please super kick that subscribe button i'm super kick to super kicked you that's <laughs> to sh- receive well, notifications on not just our content but to the best sports content houston has to offer shout outs to btd who just did recent their most recent episode at big city wings and Copperfield. so shout outs to them for killing it uh gm let's go ahead and move on now let's talk some summer league man so the the base of this episode is that we want to talk summer league, but we do want the potatoes to obviously be be about uh, Kevin Porter Jr. But I do want to touch up on this summer league. It was a great run. What a great time uh, to be a Houston Rockets fan. Obviously, did not end. Uh, you know, it did end wa- on a good no, no, Did it, not it, end, it, end it, how we wanted it. it to just end. a little sour. Just a little. We we lost by twenty one. The final score was ninety nine to seventy eight. The Houston Rockets ultimately taking the L. man. With a chance to win the Summer League Championship. Once again, another championship slips between the fingers of the Houston Rockets. Overall impressions of the game, good sir.
1: Uh Nate Hinton's a dog. Th- Sign that, that man Nate
0: Hinton, cousin of Dex.
1: There you go. He's Matthew, not really his Matthew Mayer, the man can shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Um, who else? Fletcher McGee. Looks like he was a pe coach at first colony middle school with that haircut dude he looks like gunta am i the Uh, only one that keeps it? he looks like gunta
0: am i the only one that sees it
1: yeah i mean you know overall the impact was this is that it was a good coming out party for cam whitmore to prove the haters wrong shout outs to the mvp he was mvp MVP. congratulations to cam whitmore summer league mvp um who else? Uh, you so, know, yeah, oh, we already mentioned uh, We got the start. Yeah. Oh, no, Trevor Hudgens. Trevor Hudgens. Got to have his... shout-out to the point guard, man. The man shot the ball very well outside of last night. Yeah, 4-15 uh,
0: from the floor last night. Uh, definitely not, not, not one of his better efforts. You're not going to win many games as the starting point guard in a summer league going 4-15. Uh, yeah. Actually shooting the second most shots Oof. on the team outside of a Cam Whitmore. Of course. Well-deserved, do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh,
1: Trevor Hudgens has been shooting the ball, Can't very, the ball? relatively the ball well to boys? For, the, for the summer league. Yeah, he's been shooting the ball relatively well. Uh, Cam Whitmore, of course, he was the best player on the squad. He was a summer league MVP, and he was out to prove something. By but unfortunately, Sam Merrill and Isaiah Mobley had other plans. And... Isaiah
0: Mobley looked like prime Tim Duncan last night. Like, no, I he was like, like Kevin what Garnett is, out what there. What am I seeing here? Second chance boards? I'm like, dude. I'm getting flashes of the 2019 2020 Rockets. Oh, that's my food. My food's ready. So, yeah. By the way, we're not in our usual recording spot either. But look, like, I let that beep go through. But I, I have shades of like the 2019 2020 Rockets mm-hmm. because like I just felt like we were just getting outboarded. Like, yeah, the I mean, the s- size was
1: certainly an issue uh, for the last issue. game. Cleveland had our number. We faced a squad that we just weren't able to keep up with. The volume was there in terms of shots. The opportunities were there when Cleveland was missing buckets, but we just couldn't convert on our opportunities uh, to come back and thrive. Uh, you know, it was just unfortunate, but it was a good showing overall for the whole summer league. We saw things that we did want to see. We, we got to see a Jabari Smith Jr., uh, Clinic. I mean, he got so,
0: highlighted at halftime. Like, yeah, he got his own and, highlight. Know, he, Him, he, Victor Wimbanyama.
1: Yeah, rightfully so. You know, Jabari Smith Jr. earned it. Uh, the man was prepared and ready this time around. Um, I'm hoping that that converts in you know into season two of his career under Coach Ime Yadoka. And you know, Tari Eason. The man was. You know, he was a. Uh, Played head and shoulders. He, was, he was a great ball of fire, man. It felt, the almost guy... felt like
0: another season watching Amin, Thompson, yeah. Jabari, and Tari play. We yeah, realized yeah, we're complete... playing within like one week of each other. It was a other. completely different world. It felt like a completely different yeah. world, you know, than the team that played in the, in the finals. GM, I think a big reason why this team also lost was because the only player that actually shot uh, 50% and over, starter-wise, was uh, shooting guard Nate Hinton at 7 of 13 from the floor. I mean, let's go down the stat line. Cam Whitmore, 6 of 17. Darius Day is 1 of 6. Jermaine Samuels Jr., the center, 3 of 11. Trevor Hudgens, 4 of 15, a recipe for disaster. Yes. Star, uh, the bench played very well uh, shooting-wise. Fletcher McGee, 3 of 6. Matthew Mayer, 3 of 3. Like, you, I mean, they played, the bench played fine. But those starters, I mean, you're not, you're looking at 35% from the field, 16%, 27%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty-three for Nate Hinton, and then twenty-six percent from the field, seventy-eight points. You are not gonna win. Yeah, I mean, any game, summer league, G League, NBA, you are not yeah. winning any games. I mean, honestly, if it was, it was a for, terrible shooting game. If it
1: wasn't for the chaotic second quarter, we could have easily lost this game by forty. Uh, if it wasn't for the chaotic second quarter and how hot we got, but you know, with all of that being said, it just wasn't meant to be. But there are bigger things coming for Houston uh, in regards to the regular season summer league was great it was a great experience and now we're gonna go through what three months of no three, basketball what so well actually
0: no two two months two and a half maybe we're already in july 18. yeah but i mean you know it's gonna be but training camp is yes, gonna be late right. september so we got about two two months two is months roughly september or is it early october i don't remember maybe training camp is early october well maybe, it depends on remember. when media day is because you got media day and then you have training camp yep so i sh- But it is going to be a long lull Mm. in regards to uh, basketball, garnering any big-time trades going down, like if a James Harden trade goes down. But this is all just going to be news. I mean, I think this is mostly the time where uh – rockets fans especially rockets twitter shouts to rockets twitter uh and nba twitter as a whole uh they're gonna salivate at the thought of seeing uh any workout videos you know if someone pops up like yeah shouts to josh christopher former rocket popped up in the drew league with his drew League debut yeah you know right. what I mean? It's like true. this true. is where you're gonna start seeing like archival footage. Oh, man, like, oh, Jalen Green popped up in the Drew League. Oh, my goodness, Kevin Porter Jr. was spotted at a YMCA. Like, it's you know, it's like any little sliver of footage and, like, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, we're flipping out because that's how desperate we are. Maybe we'll see some of these guys
1: playing at Fondy. Who knows? Or, you know, but. I would love to see that, actually. Fondy, yo. Yeah, Twitter is going to be salivating salivating for any type of footage uh, of any of our players doing anything. Yeah. And, you know, we, we saw some stuff with Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith Jr., and uh, Tari Eason. That's the content we In need, Vegas. man. We got some That's uh, the content. Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Green together Fred as well. Fred Van Vliet, man. So, you know, we're, 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 I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. I want to see more of these guys working together. 100%. Especially Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Green. That is going to be a tandem to deal with. And... W- yeah, I'm so excited, man.
0: I mean, you know, shout outs to one of my favorite uh, wrestlers turned actors, Batista. You know, I want it and give me what I want. Yeah. Give, give me it. what I want. give him
1: what he wants. I want it.
0: Give me what I want. Yeah. Batista
1: said it he best. F- he
0: forgot his line and then he had nothing else to say. So he was like, I kept saying, give me what I want until Triple H finally cut him off. So that, was the, whole, that was the whole setup. But like, yeah, I mean, no, no mess ups here. I just want more content. Any, yeah. any, anything Rockets related, yeah. please. It's the first time in three plus years where this team can actually be competitive. Please, yeah, for the love of God, the, the, yeah. yeah.
1: Excitement levels have hit a whole Oh, you can just, level. just Summer
0: League. This is the most exciting Summer League in years, maybe? I mean, well, Jalen uh-huh. Green, the debut of Jalen Green, obviously big. Yeah. Jabari Smith, not as big as Jalen, but still pretty anticipated. But I think it was the idea of getting like, Amon Thompson, Jabari Smith. Um, who's going to show up at the Summer League games? Is Emi going to be there? You know what I mean? Emi was every single game. Right. He was every shot- single game. Oh, by the way, can we give a shout-out to Ben Sullivan? Freaking killed it as, yeah, as the Summer, as the League, Summer head League head coach. Dude, he is the assistant for the Houston Rockets, the shooting guru, and he played this team as as best as he could, and he you know a lot of talent dropped off. You're looking at Jabari Smith, Amin Thompson, and Tari Eason, three big like big yeah. uh, monsters on the team, and they basically like faded out. And you know now you're playing with these players these invite these invitees and he still found a way to get them to the finals like cam whitmore was a stud don't get me wrong yeah but without ben sullivan's coaching you don't get Mm -hmm. to the summer league finals and basically go undefeated the whole way absolutely
1: i mean shout out to those guys the guys that aren't going to be on the roster highly unlikely uh, you know, outside of uh, sign uh, Nate Cam Hinton. Whitmore, Trevor Hudgens, I'm in on it. Sign Maybe Hinton. Darius Days, I'm not sure. No, sign Nate But you know, I want him. Yeah, absolutely. Like shout yeah, out to the, those put guys. Him in,
0: put him in Rio Grande, bro. Put him somewhere. Keep yeah, I him mean, we'll see. We'll see Please. what happens.
1: We'll, we'll see if he'll be a training camp invitee. I mean, that would be great. Uh, Nate Hitten did a great job of showing the world that he can play ball, and. He 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 was miked up for the final game. The man was ready and prepared to take advantage of any opportunity that was presented to himself. And you can tell the man wants a job, and the man deservedly so Need, uh deserves a job. Uh, shout out to the other guys, like you said. Uh, what is it? Um,
0: uh, Darius Days, Jermaine Samuels, Samuels. Fletcher McGee, yeah. Matthew Mayer. Uh, these were guys that I mean, these were guys that were in the trenches. And you know what? We
1: got a pour one out for. The former summer league center Jay Huff signed with the Denver I Nuggets. I don't have a drink. You I don't know? have a drink. How can I?
0: Cheers. Give me you your know, water bottle. I need something. So you
1: know, sometimes what happens is that these guys leave, and unfortunately, like Boyce Men said, it is so hard to say goodbye to what we had yesterday. I think it's way
0: too poignant for a player cheers. like Jay Huff, but sure, I'll give it to you. I'm just, I don't think I'm it's just really serious.
1: feeling nostalgic here. I guess you know? so. For a guy named Jay Huff,
0: I got really <laughs> Jay Jay Huff for you. He was, he was. Big Green? I know who Jay Hufford Jr. is, Justin. <laughs> you didn't need to reference the movie.
1: I love Big Green.
0: I know you love Big Green. I'm more <laughs> of a I'm more of a brink guy, but, you know, hey,
1: teach it man. Hey, man. I mean, Gold Cup. We cover soccer, too, on the side. Big soccer guy over here as well. Big soccer guy. Well, oh, he's a huge go. soccer
0: guy, but I'm actually covering some Space Cowboys content now, so...
1: Coming coming down on the way. We just just
0: hustle. That's what we do. We are just not one-trick ponies, all right? We don't don't just stick to one certain area. I can go for the World Heavyweight Championship, but I can go for the Tag Team titles if I so choose. If I want to jump into NXT and go for the NXT Championship, I can so choose. The man
1: wants the Grand Slam title.
0: I would love the Grand Slam title. GM, let's go ahead and move forward here. Look, I wanted to devote an episode towards this because he has mm-hmm. been kind of the man that has con- kind of fallen by the wayside um, in terms of players being talked about because you have Fred Van Vliet now who's mm-hmm. gonna be the starting point guard you got Dylan Brooks yep you have you know a third year of Jalen Green you're gonna get the second year of Jabari Smith you got the draftees of Ahmed Thompson who is a point guard uh, Tari Eason going into his second year, the excitement of Cam Whitmore, that a certain player seemed to have fallen, well two even, I'll include the second one as Alperin Shangun as well, one player kind of has fallen between the cracks in terms of uh, topic of conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, that player is Kevin Porter Jr., and I do want to discuss uh you know put this episode out just to talk about Kevin Porter Jr like what what he is currently what his role is going to be on the team uh shout out to Kelly Eco who actually had a report saying that Kevin Porter Jr is willing to do any role he doesn't care he said he'll start come off the bench whatever what have you but I want to just talk about Kevin Porter Jr. Like what what's what do you, what we think his state of mind is currently, uh, what role is he going to have on the team? Mm-hmm. Starter coming off the bench and ultimately fitting in a new coach like an Ime Udoko with a more structured system. Absolutely. And I think we should just go ahead and talk about this. But I do want to um kind of catalog uh, Kevin Porter Jr.'s uh, illustrious career so far because. It's been an unusual journey for Kevin Porter Jr., and I think not a lot of people, uh, people know, mostly know him as the, you know, as the Houston Rocket uh, shooting guard that basically turned into a point guard. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the question and the rule was, was he ever going to, you know, was he ever going to be fully the point guard of the Rockets? You know, yeah. some people say yes, some people say no. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so... You know, he was highly touted in high school. He was like a top five prospect at one point uh, coming out of high school. Uh, ultimately, went to college and uh, dropped very low. Got drafted uh, with the 30th pick in the 2019 draft, of the last sole pick of the first round. Um, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, for about a year or two, or two years. No, it, was or second, year. it was one year. one year, year. and then he got into a second yeah, year. Yeah,
1: he, he it was a very controversial room, exit.
0: Right, very controversial exit. The, the infamous locker room uh, incident that happened ultimately found his way uh, to Houston. I'll always say this, for a late second-round protected pick with a handshake and a bag of chips, and he found his way to Houston, opened it up in the G League, had mm-hmm. his coming-out party, 50 points, uh, dropped it on Drew Holiday's head. Don't let anyone ever forget it that did happen and ultimately became the point guard uh in his second year uh behind uh took over for john wall and ultimately very a very talented player i'll always say this top five bag in the nba but a very 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 controversial player Mm -hmm. not even which is interesting too because like I mean, he's not Dennis Rodman. You know what I mean? Like, no. when you think of controversial <laughs> players,
1: like, I think oh, it it's, you know it's partially to doing of you know his style of play being converted as a point guard. It's just uh, not his fault. You know, yeah, I I agree. Like, you know, I mean, the team acquired him they for a reason. In him. They believed in him, which is a great thing. Uh, but also, it has to do with the other side, which is the fans, Rockets Twitter, and a lot of the banter that goes on along the lines of Twitter. You know, um, I don't, I'm not trying to hate on any sort of fandom, but it's just kind of like when it becomes a little bit over the top, people tend to go to the uh, extreme other side just to prove other people wrong. And it's been a little toxic. The A uh, little? Uh, it's been very toxic. The, mm, su- there you the go. Let's Kevin call a Porter, spade a spade, The GM. subject of Kevin Porter Jr. in Oxford has been very, very toxic. And it's unfair. And unfair. it's what accompanies him. I mean, granted, his behavior... Uh, last year with Christian Wood during the Denver Nuggets game. I think that was New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. But that game kind of like put it over the top. And, you know, a little bit of his body language after uh, in the, foreseen, the foreseeable games that year with Christian Wood was kind of bad. So with all that being said, I don't know.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this. Well, Jim, well, where do we want to break it down? Like where do we want to start? With a Kevin Porter Jr., you pick. You pick. Um, you want, you're like. Well, like, where do we start? Like, let's we, we say, gotta let, we
1: gotta unpack this. Well, the, the first thing that we should definitely unpack is his role. Um, Kelly Ego said, like you you quoted today, saying that Kevin Porter Jr. is more and ready uh, and willing to be whatever role in asks. I mean, you can see his uh, his faith and his commitment to this team. By being a the only player that showed up to the press the press conference for Ime Uh the man has been training very hard this off season. We haven't seen too many clips of a KPJ,
0: but I know he, he's a he's a workhorse though. He, he absolutely he, is. A I'm not doubting his work I mean, just because I don't and,
1: see it. You know, you know like and if you doubt it, you got a problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, kidding. there's it there's a, a, there there are a lot of things that people dislike about Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, right. But I think the things that people dislike are because of the fact of him playing out of position. And the thing about this this upcoming season and his role is that he won't have to be that guy to lead this team. There's another player that just signed in Fred Van Vliet to be the lead point guard. And then there's another guy that they just drafted, Amen Thompson, who will be the backup point guard, who is a true point guard. He got two true point guards ahead of a Kevin Porter Jr., which allows Kevin Porter Jr., to do what he does best, play off the ball. When he does have the ball, he is very dynamic. But the thing about this is that with less opportunities, it gives him the opportunity with, opportuni- with hold on, let me rephrase that. Yeah. With less opportunities on the ball, it gives him more opportunities to be efficient in other aspects of his game. And then when he does have the ball, it allows him to be more dynamic because there are, uh, better players on the floor with him for one so he may not get the most premier premier defender on him so allow him to cook especially against second teamers <clears throat> so with all that being said kevin burner jr can thrive but it is all about his maturity and whether or not he they say that he is willing but we got to see what happens during the season if issues do arise uh, whether or not Kevin Porter Jr. will respond positively. But I have faith to believe in the fact that he can absolutely fall in line because the man has grown. The last press conference, not, not sorry, the the uh, was it media day last year. Yep. The man looked like he was at peace.
0: And, and he has been like, people tend to he, forget he, he didn't have any controversy. Yeah, he, he, See, he, he stayed nothing. out of the headlines. There was nothing.
1: And I'm only like, and, and, and you know people try to find things to dislike about the man, nothing. which is rightfully so. Uh, occasionally, the man would chuck, uh, you know, and Jalen is just as guilty. But but you're, you're a, on that
0: team in that iteration, yeah, Stephen Silas, you're, you're young team, <laughs> you chuck, with, a, yes. with, with
1: absolute zero direction. You got a clown for a coach. No offense. Wow. But that he's just a talking head. That's all he was. And I don't mean any sort of disrespect, but. All it shows is that the, that the guys ran it, mm. not him. And unfortunately, that's how it went. But with a real coach at the helm, I think Kevin Porter Jr. will fall in line. And I have complete faith to believe that the man will absolutely thrive well, I, under may
0: You're talking about like position, and when I think about that is that we were going to have the five starters on the floor and mm-hmm. the ones that we had already predicted, we put out the graphic. Uh, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at Summit Mind underscore pod because we already put the graphic up for our predicted starting five. And I'm pretty sure this is going to be the starting five. You're looking at Fred Van Vliet, at the one, Jalen Green at the two, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan Brooks at the three, Jabari Smith at the four, and Shangun at the five. Kevin Porter Jr.'s name is nowhere to uh, be found there. Kevin Porter Jr. coming off the bench as of July 18 seems like the most likely scenario. Absolutely, right? and the thought of it is salivating because off the bench, right out of the right out of the cup, right now you're going to have Kevin Porter Jr. as the sixth man, Tari Eason, mm-hmm. uh, Amen Thompson. Yeah. Jay Sean Tate, absolutely. Cam Whitmore, if he's if he finds his way into the into the and rotation, Jock, Jock Landale, Jock Landale. That's mm-hmm. literally, we just named 10-11 players. Yeah. Like that is a ten man road. Like with my my, like I said, we said this last episode. Cam Whitmore probably isn't going to get it. Jock Landale probably going to land that ninth or tenth spot, um, maybe even eighth actually. Just considering that they need size and positioning and center and size to help against the big men, but. Let me throw a chaos scenario at you because this is where, you know, this is where I think, um, sh- you know, shoutouts to, you know, shout, first of all, shoutouts to KP. Like, I'm serious. Like, I've said this and I'll say this time and time again. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the shirt I'm wearing. It's the freaking Joker. This is who he is. You know, this is the man that he's become. And, like... I mean you said
1: you're the one that... top 5 that. bag. I will always say top take five have bag a bag drink. In the league.
0: Every time I say top 5 bag, I promise you'll be drunk after a couple shots. Like <laughs> not 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 condoning drinking, but you know, if you have fun and you're at home or you're at a bar and not driving. But uh, I'm just saying like you like this is this is Kevin Porter Jr. Okay? Top 5 bag in the NBA. No one can touch him in terms of dribbling and ball handling yeah. skills. I think he's so good. I think at the at at his peak He's such a smart player. He's so savvy. Mm-hmm. His acceleration to deceleration, so similar to James Harden. Bags similar to James Harden. And you step back jumpers over, you know, a high percentage from three on the stand and <clears> shoot. <throat> with all that being said, especially with the fact that if Kevin Porter Jr. is locked in defensively, he can be a decent defender. Absolutely. Let me throw the chaos scenario at you, GM. What if, what if Kevin Porter Jr., Outplays Jalen Green. Kevin Porter Junior is a two. Jalen Green, it could happen. Because I highly Eime doubt Doka it. Said guys can guys can need happen. to earn playing time. This is why I'm calling it a chaos scenario. Most likely not going to happen, but I'm just saying.
1: I know you're a big fan. Let's of chaos present. Scenarios. Let's
0: present the chaos scenario because oh, I, look, it's most likely it's not going to happen. But I've seen weirder things happen in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for the for the love of all that is mighty. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a but we did see Daniel Tice starting over. <laughs> At yeah one point. yeah you know that what was, i mean that was quite we got the, the time. daniel tice year we got the year that uh what was that bruno fernando starting over lp it's like oh, we've seen weirder scenarios happen and kevin porter jr if he outplays jalen i could possibly see ime saying you know what jalen green he's an instant 20 plus points off the bench yep why not let him start on the bench I, I, let's we have to present that as a possible scenario most likely not to happen but mm-hmm. But Kevin Porter Jr. may just outplay Jalen. Kevin Porter Jr. might just be a better fit next to Fred VanVleet. We just don't know. We don't know yet. You know what I mean? But like, as a chaos scenario, like that, that's very interesting to think about because, because the Emi Udoka's, the big thing for me was what he said on his press conference. Guys got to earn their playing time. He didn't say starting spot. That's a whole nother ball game. But he did say PT. They have to earn their PT. And you know, outside of a Fred VanVleet and a Dylan Brooks, these guys got to earn it. So we're going into the scenario now of the season where someone like a Kevin Porter Jr. who looks like he is kind of in a weird spot, you know what I mean? Because he's so highly touted, so highly sought after when we first acquired him. Such a a deeply talented, rooted player who finally found peace in his last year. Uh, No controversies whatsoever. It's so weird because I think I really like personally, like I like Kevin Porter Jr. Mm. I think he's a great ball player. Um, the question like you said is mentally is he willing to accept the role that is given to him if he does come off the bench yeah you know so I think it boils down to at least you know from our first topic anyways on Kevin Porter is what you know when we put this scenario in front of us Mm -hmm. is that it's not game one that I care about I feel like game one he'll be fine I feel like game one he'll come off if he comes off the bench, come off the bench, he's going to hit like 15-16 points. Yeah. Call it a day. Four assists maybe, couple rebounds, solid game, right? Game 32, where are we at? He's still on the bench. Yeah. How is he going to feel? That's that's the only thing that I would have uh, like uncertainty over, but if last year has told us anything is that since he's more at peace, will he stay patient? and will I mean, he like, accept this James Harden light role like in OKC yeah. and just be a freaking killer yeah. to all the second teamers like I, you were saying I, I, earlier I
1: definitely agree that it's certainly something to keep an eye on but maturity has definitely been a thing the man has stayed Everything. out the man has stayed out of the spotlight he's done a great job of just putting his head down and working and I think he understands the type of controversy that can accompany him and Kevin Porter Jr. has the absolute self-awareness, the wherewithal to understand that he doesn't need his name in the headlines. He's just going to stay quiet. He's going to work hard, and he's going to show that eye of the tiger uh, during training camp. And I think that competition in any position is a good thing for this roster.
0: Especially with the roster now.
1: Absolutely. And Jalen and KPJ challenging each other will just make it them better i don't think that kevin porter jr can overtake jalen green but hey man if he's pushing jalen to the point that jalen has to go above and beyond to earn that starting spot then kudos because all that will do for jalen green is elevate him even bigger kevin porter jr elevate him even bigger with that's right this brother. roster around him there is definitely potential of him garnering some interest as a sixth man of the year uh you know he, he, averaged, buys in, man. he, he, he averaged he, buys he averaged in. what 19 points a game last year
0: gm and, if he you know, buys in oh my god yeah and you know with oh you, this team will be freaking good he, he will definitely this team will be freaking good he will definitely good.
1: be getting shots especially alongside playing with an amen thompson and if he does get pt with fred van Vliet, the man is going to get open opportunity after opportunity whether it's cutting to the basket or hovering around the three-point line he's going to get many of opportunities alongside these point guards and i'm you know rockets fans should be uh salivating at the possibility of an amen kpj backcourt like that is going to be your second something units to see absolutely and that's a lengthy ass Hell second no. unit. good and, luck and good luck to the league it's crazy to think that you know, like <laughs> this K- team is so fucking KPJ talented. was a guy it's a that joke. you know was so a starter, talented. was seen as a savior almost by a select few. I wouldn't say a select few, by a lot of the young Rocket fans, because you know he was the quote unquote heir apparent that some people indoctrinated him as after James Harden left. I mean, I don't think that was a fair judgment for him. It never was. That's a pedestal that not. No not one, many yeah. players will really, well, no reach, one really reach, let alone even a Houston Rocket player, yeah. you know?
0: Go be KPJ. Be Scoot. Exactly. You know, don't be James Harden. Don't be and, an heir apparent. Just
1: be that guy. Be you and succeed with what you are great at and thrive. And I have complete trust that Ime will put him in situations to succeed, whether or not he is starting. And I... We have every reason to believe now that KPJ will fall in line and figure it out in that way. And I think that there will be a time when, you know, when we're in the playoffs or, you know, barring a trade, if anything, that we're going to see some big games of KPJ in the play-in or a playoff. you know, where he's going to go off out of nowhere. We've seen him in big game
0: situations. He... He performs. Exactly. The man's he a He performs and the lights are brightest. You know, he, he, he loves performing. He's hit big
1: buckets, right. too. You know, alongside of a Jabari Smith Jr. who's hit big bucket after big bucket. Well,
0: but. it's interesting that you say that because I do want to touch up on this. His, his stat line last year was something to behold, considering that, uh, you know, it was still under Steven Silas, second worst team in the NBA, but... You know, he played 59 games. It's not where you want it to be. He needs to be playing in more games. He was mm-hmm. very injury-prone last year. He did get injured. Uh, that ankle's just... He needs to get that fixed. Like he, needs to see, he needs to see the person that fixed Steph Curry's ankles because there's just something going on there. But in 59 games, he averaged 34 minutes a game, 19 mm-hmm. points, 44% from the field. Here's the key GM, 36.6% from the three. Yeah, there it's you a go. a good percentage. Five rebounds, 5.7 steals on one... I mean, sorry, 5.7 assists... steals a game. Solid freaking stat line. And the crazy thing is, and I'm looking at the stat line now, I can see the minutes obviously going down, 34 minutes, you know, going down, maybe to like 27 to 28. Mm -hmm. I can see the points going down only slightly. I can see him still averaging 17 to 18. I can see that's
1: definitely a possibility. The one thing that you do want to look at though, the last three years he's been here, he's averaged at least three turnovers. This yes. year, I turnover see him ratio. averaging less We've than two about this. because he will not be handling the ball as much. And I am hoping that this allows KPJ to thrive in a way where he's playing mistake-free basketball and he's playing in a role that allows him to push and succeed. And I, I don't know, man, like... I think people know that I'm not the biggest KPJ stand. I do like KPJ. I've had moments where I've been done with him. I've had moments where I'm an absolute, he's an absolute joy to watch. Top five <sighs> bag, drink. Yeah, there you go. And the thing, the thing with that is that it has nothing, like everything had to do with the role that he was put in. And it's not his fault. Uh, now we get to see him thrive and he doesn't he, he can be the third point guard theoretically like he's like break glass in case of emergency kind of guy and that's a pretty good dude to put in break glass in case of emergency you know because he can revert back to that role but after following fred van vliet and Amen thompson he'll kind of ha- he'll have a better understanding of what it's like to be a point guard because he didn't have that in front of him the last three years so well, he had, the, just, he had John Wall.
0: He had I John mean, Wall. He wasn't we can even give him there, that. really. I know. I know. He wasn't even there. Saying. I mean, he had John Wall to a degree. He had John Wall to a degree, Wall. Wall. sure, but not a full season of a, no. of a of a of a a star in his prime. Yeah, like, there you Gen go. League.
1: There you go. And that is just going to be so valuable. And those type of resources do not come along every day, and you know, the K- KPJ is just going to be. Like I've said, I've said it time and time again, the man is going to thrive on this team. And uh, there are people that aren't fans of him, um, rightfully so. There's nothing wrong with um, critiquing him. There's nothing wrong with it. When you're overtly critiquing, that's definitely an issue. Uh, When you're overtly on the other side of being a super fan I mean, you know, it can be just, a little. It, just, pro- it can be a I little problematic. It,
0: I find it hilarious that like a lot of the fans seem to streamline themselves as either a super fan or a super hater. Like mm. I'm just like, wh- why why do you have to be one or the other? Like we've critiqued KPJ on this show. Like no one's free, dude. I critique my son critique jabari like we critique every this is what the platform is ladies and gentlemen is that you know if if you're listening to this or any other show any show Mm -hmm. not just rockets it could be rockets it could be sports anything yeah it's gonna be opinions because we're pseudo media that's what we do we have to break down all the good and we got to break down all the bad. So Kevin Porter Jr., yeah. we've talked negatively about Kevin Porter Jr., but we've also talked very glowingly about yes. Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. And why can't, you know, that that's been my whole my whole thing with with the with fans is just like we don't need to be, you know, fully a hater or we don't need to be fully, uh, you know, a, a full K. P. J. stand. Like, if you're a big fan of his, that's great. If he's what led you to your love of the NBA, oh my God, ride that shit because that's exactly what it was. For, that's that's what it was for me. That's what um, you know, in the early 2000s, that's what T. Mac brought to me, yeah. brought that joy to me. Shout out to T. Mac, friend of the show. Like, we literally, like, if that's what it is, that's great. Yeah. But you know, we also need to understand the other side of it is just like this is still a team that's going to be ran in a certain way and structured a certain way but on the other side of the coin the haters like i'm just like guys like why why are we spouting like rhetoric at kpj like why like he's actually worked his tail off he hasn't done anything wrong so my Mm -hmm. thought process like yo don't attack this dude like let yeah like this dude actually was fine for like this whole last season like he earned it yeah, he earned it. And he did it the right way. So I'm just like, why? Why are we getting these attacks? And it's just a lot of it. Just seems very um, unwarranted, you know, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I feel that a lot of the banter on Twitter. I I don't want to like. Oh, uh, let's it, not let's not deep dive into that. But, but yeah, I I mean I I'm was going to say a little bit of this is that a lot of like I said the overt fandom can lead to a lot of negativity on the other side, and trying to f- uh, fight their point. I'm not going to name anybody. They're people that we know that aren't the biggest KPG fans. We have friends that just were completely against him playing the point guard position, but we also have friends that truly believe that he could thrive as the point guard, and rightfully so. I mean, I think there are arguments for both sides. Numbers can go either way just based on how you view it but you know i think i just think a lot of the unwarranted issues were not because of kevin porter jr himself but it was just because of the people that were fans and non-fans alike uh but that that's all i gotta say about that man i don't want to dig too deep into it no we don't want to dig too deep you know kpj is definitely someone that he is a controversial uh, enigma in terms of rocket fandom and If you're a fan of the Rockets, you want to see him thrive, and
0: I want to see him thrive exactly.
1: And you want to see him thrive in a way that leads to wins. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know. I get it that people have a view of how they want to build the team. That's very fair. We all do. I mean, there are players that I probably would deal to help move this team forward. Uh, There are probably players that you, you know, are this is true. Yeah. So I mean, this is true that with with all that it's just
0: we're still sports media people At the the day like you know we're well, gonna we're know, gonna do we're, what we want to do we're definitely a fan yeah. podcast Absolutely. for sure but okay so gm by the time october rolls around you know it begs the question when game one uh for the houston rockets start game one of the 82 game season where does kevin porter jr where, what's his role on the court is this does he find a way to start does he come off the bench six man Six man. I think he will okay. start
1: the season as the sixth How about man. this?
0: Give me his minutes. Give me his roll. Give me his minutes. Give me his points. You know, give me the stat line.
1: 26 minutes a game. Okay. Uh, we're going to go 15.7 points a game.
0: Wow. Oh, very four, exact.
1: Uh, three rebounds, four assists. Uh, maybe still get a steal a game. He's gonna average thirty nine percent from three. I say this because he's gonna get a lot of opportunities. He's gonna hit public. he's probably gonna hit over forty four percent on catch and shoot threes, and that's what he's gonna get a lot of. Yeah. He, won't, he won't be having to play those contested step back threes as often. He's still gonna shoot them. I think his I think his three point attempts may actually go up based on his opportunities. But oh we'll yeah. See. There's we'll a see. chance. We'll see about that. There's a chance. Um, His turnovers will definitely go down i'm hoping it it, he he goes to like 1.5 to 1.8 turnovers a game uh but yeah uh with all that i see him maybe starting like six seven eight games you know just because we're gonna we still have to talk about injuries that do occur for the players um and i feel like he's gonna be dependable in terms of and also this also this he did have issues with his injuries the past few years with less minutes, it allows him to not have as much wear and tear, you know, unless Draymond Green decides to shove him from behind and hurt his hamstring again. but you Longevity,
0: know, just, that's right. Because, well, yeah. the minutes are lessening too, so especially with his body like Yeah, the wear and tear like is that. definitely
1: going to help uh, with the less minutes. Uh, responsibility, definitely. It's going to allow him to focus on other parts of his game, like the defensive end, like you stated, and the shooting aspect. He won't have to handle the ball, run an offense, and He just kind of has to be a part of the flow of an offense. He won't have to think as much. I mean, he'll still have the vision, but the thing about it is that it's just not his responsibility anymore. When you alleviate someone of a responsibility that could have been a little overwhelming, you will see them play a little less tense, a little bit more smoothly, and I think that I'm, I'm very keen to seeing that version of a Kevin Porter Jr.
0: But what's going on in his mind, though, you know, that that's, that's my thing. It's just like, could you imagine like putting yourself in, put yourself in his shoes, you know, you signed a big extension, um, you signed a big extension, you were basically going to be the point guard, you were groomed to be the point guard of the team where you were they, they believed in you, you know, so far mm-hmm. that they told John Wall to stay home, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And now you're coming back you're still young by the way i mean kevin porter jr is probably what 23 24. Like i think he's, he's like 22.
1: 23 he's 23 right now yeah
0: so like a tw- young 23 year old i mean to give it a po- as a point of context james harden got traded here when he was 23. exactly so point of context right But also
1: james harden was a sixth man of the year right, like he right. was an olympian no, no no that's what i'm saying so. but like
0: but, but the whole point of what i'm trying to say is, is that like think about it from his perspective you have this idea that like you know you were groomed to be the point guard big extension mm-hmm. you're still young you're 23 years old and now you're being knocked back to being a six man like i would 100 percent from a competitive basketball player standpoint i i get it like if that hurts him a little bit i get that because that, that uh, does hurt the ego naturally it
1: should right it should and it's and that's not, a good it's, thing it's not a bad thing so, so if it
0: hurts like it's, if, it's a
1: healthy hurt
0: right so if kelly eco you know saying oh yeah he's on board like yeah he's gonna be on board but is you know their feelings gonna be hurt a little bit yeah absolutely he's still human he's still human yeah but my hope is that this is gonna be like a competitive drive in him yeah. like you know what like if this is my role, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the greatest six man ever lived. There you go. You know what I mean? Like that's and, and the type that, of mindset. That's, that's how it should be. Positive energy. There you go. That he needs to have. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping. And let's go back to the original point, uh, you said so. You gave your stat line. I'm gonna give mine right now. You said about 26 minutes. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm I'm hovering around 28 minutes. Okay. 28 minutes a game. I think his scoring will stay at 17. Okay. I think he'll average four rebounds four assists i think he will average i think the 40 percent from three were locked in were potico there i think his average uh field goal percentage goes up to almost 50 i think it goes up to 49 just because of shot selection alone Think about all the drives he's going to get, all the space he's going to get to work with, with the threat of a Fred VanVleet in the corner. You know what I mean? Touche. With a cutting Amen Thompson. With all of these options. More shooters to work with. Yeah, it's true. The shooting percentage can go up. And improve
1: Jabari Smith Jr. and Tari Eason. I'm
0: telling you, man. Yeah. Buy in. I'm ta- guys, I'm telling you right now. If Kevin Porter Jr. fully <laughs> buys into the six-man role, mm-hmm. this team avoids the play-in sixth seed in the playoffs jeez if kevin porter if kevin porter buys in if kevin porter fully buys into this role as the sixth man and everyone clicks on all cylinders yeah surprise of the west rockets will be the sixth seed they will avoid be like the like the
1: memphis of what three two or three years ago why Is why isn't idea? it
0: possible Hashtag, why not us GM?
1: I love your positivity, man.
0: Someone's got to be really
1: positive. I really do. I love your positivity. If Kevin Porter
0: Jr. fully buys into the six-man role, six-seed, avoid the play-in. Yeah. We start a seven-game series back. You know, that well, game one and two won't be in Houston, but I'm just saying, the Rockets will finally be back in legit playoff contention. Six-seed, Toyota uh, Center is going to be the epicenter of playoff basketball once again. Kevin Jeez. Porter Jr., if he buys in, this wow. is it. Calling it now,
1: I love it. I, I honestly, I love with to no hear issues. It. You know, no lo- issues. I love to hear it. Like that's yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And um, I think they're capable. I, I at really the peak, I think hope they're capable that we can get there. I think they. are I'm not on the same wavelength as the commish, but hey, man, I'll ride with that wave of positivity because I want to see this team back in the playoffs. Riding that wave, and we we got we got the players to do it. It might not be this year, maybe next year, but realistically speaking that's how i feel but i there's nothing wrong with looking at upside upside is a huge thing and it's a it's a great thing to look at because we got potential plenty of potential on this team um and you know we'll definitely uh, dive into more players as the summer goes on but yeah i really like, like this little deep dive we did on kevin porter jr
0: and definitely needs more to come i mean you know so this is what this summer, you know, we're going to be doing episodes. So we're still going to be going weekly with our episodes, despite the fact that there, this is the biggest lull in terms of Rockets basketball or NBA content as a whole. But Touché. just because, they, you know, the mantra has been the same every offseason. Just because the basketball world stops doesn't mean the summit stops. We can continue to chug along. Look, we love the deep dive. We would love to know what y'all think. Uh, who, What players should we cover next? Like what? Like, I want to know. What do y'all think? Yeah, let, let, let's let's hear let's, what let's hear what the
1: what the fans have to say. Yeah, you know, let's I gotta see, um, if they have any suggestions of players that they want us to cover and touch on and uh, route to training camp.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want to know what y'all think. There's we'd love to obviously deep dive in. obviously we wanted to spotlight a player that we just have not gotten a chance to talk about just because he hasn't really made news much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And it's I mean, no he's, fault he's, of his he's own. Been a
1: little bit forgotten, but there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's why we
0: devoted an entire episode in the shadows you will not you will not forget we will not forget you joker we will not before Jokic, it was the original joker (laughs) i'm just saying just because he won a title because all kevin porter jr has to do now to re-earn this nickname is to just win a title touche yeah and win it next year six seed (laughs) lowest seed ever won a championship jeez houston rockets in 1995 wow houston rockets in 2024 book it I'm no kidding I'm, I'm, j- I'm, just, I'm not that serious, calm down.
1: I know you're not, but hearing that, I was like, oof, oof.
0: He's like, oof. oh, man, and the and the GM is done for this episode. Let's go ahead and yep. close I'm here out. right now. But <laughs> well, You can't leave, we're about to close the oh, episode. okay, okay, all right, Okay, all close, right. and then we can... I'll give can...
1: the people what they want.
0: Give the people what yeah. they want. I do,
1: you know? So follow me on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and TikTok at summit S O M P O D. You can catch that on the bottom of the screen as well. Uh, follow us on Instagram at summit state of mind underscore P O D follow the company. Our people, our brothers at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H O U. And one thing, if you saw the beginning of the episode, we got a giveaway partnering with Sam and Davey, uh, the company that everyone saw Amen Thompson, uh, rocking, um, when he was, uh, was at the lemonade stand, doing some, doing some, some work, work for That's the community, man. So make sure to follow at summit S O M pod and at Sam and Davey S A M A N D D A V Y on Twitter. And you will have an opportunity to win a shirt from their Clutch City collection. They have a nice little sand color with red lettering and a black shirt with red lettering as well. And as friends of the company and big supporters of the brand, uh, we highly recommend you guys uh, shop at Sam & for those that may not win. Uh, they got high quality clothing, very it's really great. really good high yes. quality clothing and great representation of the city of h-town so make sure to give them your support
0: 100 percent, and you can give me a follow on twitter as well at summit commish oh you forgot to mention this just like he meant almost forgot to mention it in the last episode smash that retweet button on yeah. that episode wow <laughs> he forgot it again smash the retweet on the giveaway yeah, smash so the follow retweet. sam and davy follow summit retweet and those only three things that you have to do, guys, and you have guys. entered in for a shots last time. I'm letting you do that one because I gave you two <laughs> tries. We filled them both. So, but I did say
1: follow. <laughs> That's part of it. So you got two thirds of the way there, Sure, I'll crucial. give you a,
0: sure I'll give you a passable seventy-five. A passable C plus. I'm
1: just an old man that's washed. Man, my memory is. You are kaput. a C
0: plus player. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh I'm goodness. kidding. <laughs> C plus in the eyes of Triple others. Triple H is kidding. hurting me. No, no, no. You're fine. You know, you're you're an A. You're an A plus. You know what? You're an A plus co-host. I'll give it to you.
1: Oh, thank right. you. I'll take that.
0: All right. So. Uh, yeah, I already said give me a follow, but go ahead and uh, give a follow to the Apollo Podcast Network that continue to kill the game. outs to BTD Beyond the Diamond, came out with the most recent episode live at Big City Wings, the crown jewel of Houston Astros podcast. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Houston Astros content. Shoutouts to the Apollo Texans at uh, well at Apollo Texans off the gridiron for your number one listen in terms of all Houston Texans content. Give a shout out to at Apollo Pop Culture. Uh, one take podcast your first listen in terms of everything pop culture related music tv shows movies anything and everything oppenheimer and barbie i know they're going to be covering that so be sure to give them a listen and we appreciate each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen in terms of all houston rockets content let's go ahead and and end episode 172 as our producer gives us the go home cue here and i'll end this episode as i end every episode go apollo go summit summer league is over two month lol they go to rest summit stays alive go rockets the Summit.
1: fum 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 fum